Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I'm honored to bring episode 86 of the... Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and welcome to the 86th episode of the STS Podcast. Just want to give a big shout out to my guy, DJ Money Mike, for blessing us with the instrumental in the beginning. Hopefully, in the future, we can start, you know, bringing some local producers on the podcast and getting their their sounds listened to to the masses. We're getting some numbers in the podcast now. So, I want to introduce, of course, before we get into the pod, we got my brother, the one and only... Virus, see local with a virus. Hello. How you doing today, sir? I'm cool, man. Kind of tired? No, I'm cool. It's been, been a, it's been a long fucking day for me, but yeah. you know, we are, it's almost midnight, but we got to knock this podcast <clears throat> out, you know. And um, want to give a big shout out to my guy Double R. It's gonna be our special guest, Rob Ravita. This is gonna be the old to off the fly, and it was one of um, our first podcast we shot live in the STS studios. I hope you guys really enjoy this one. I think it's a good time with my guy, my former. I guess co-host now, and uh, we'll talk about that right now. You know, off the fly podcast, the first podcast that I've ever been a part of, and sadly, it's um, gonna end with this podcast. But I think we pay it. You know that. I guess how do I say that? We pay um, the the, the um, gives the exit that it warrants. It's a it's it's a. It's the old, <laughs> <laughs> it's the old to off the fly podcast, y'all, and uh, just give it the exit that it deserves for sure. And make sure you guys do what. Everybody should be doing right now. Follow the STS Podcast 661 and Instagram on Instagram and Twitter. Again, that's the STS Podcast 661. Follow us for the latest news. We're actually going to have a $100 giveaway virus. Ooh. Didn't want to tell anybody yet, but we're going to drop it here on the podcast. We got a $100 giveaway. The, the way you enter, it's real simple. You just got to subscribe to the STS Podcast. And that's it. How fucking easy is that? Does that pop up? The names and shit? Yeah, it does. Oh. The STS podcast. So I want to do like a little video when we drop that. So make sure everybody tunes in for that. We'll pick a lucky winner. I wasn't mm. doing... Oh, man. I got... You know... Oh, I'm not going to say that. Anyway, I was going to do the giveaway at a certain point, but we're not going to do that. We're going to do it the way I want to, and that's just to fucking announce it. What are you uh, waiting for? 9-11 and shit? No, nah, we're not going to wait for fucking 9-11 for the things to drop. But what's going to drop here is you guys need to follow us on the Apple Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, wherever you can find your favorite podcast. I bet you the STS Podcast is going to be on there, and we may become your favorite podcast. Yeah. You never know. But you hundred dollars is on there. <laughs> I bet you $100. It definitely is on there. I bet you $100. This podcast is nothing without the returning listeners. Returning listeners, welcome back to the show, y'all. Again, this is, I am your host, creator, all that good stuff with the Shooting the Shit podcast. New listeners, welcome to the show. I hope you guys listened to the previous 86 or 85 episodes. I can't believe this is episode 86. Time is fucking going by fast. Yee. Isn't that so? Very fast. It's very crazy how time flies, right? Are you having fun? Yeah. I'm trying to fucking have fun, but oh, cool. I hate things when things become obligations. Yeah, it's not fun, but whatever. I don't it's know. Life. It is life. It's but lifeguard now. Don't you tell me what to do, pal. What? Nah, I'm just. That's why I tell people <laughs> when they tell me what to do. Like, don't you? Like, I hate when people make me not make me, but try to get me to do things that I never even 
Oh, there's things I won't do. Like you can be mad at all you want. You can pay me all the money in the world, and make me do something. Yeah, I don't there's something do, I like, don't want to do. Then fuck, I'm, I'm not, not gonna, gonna do, do it. it. Like why would I want to do that? Oh, that makes no sense. I hate when people volunteering for shit that I did not volunteer yeah, for. Like, like that's the point of fucking volunteering, isn't it? Yeah. And then you expect me to do it, then like, no, G, don't no. look like that. Y'all passive and shit. No, I no, I'm not doing that. Man. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that at all. Whatever. I think that shit's really weird. Cause you know what? I t- I don't I want to expect you to do it. Yeah. Cause yeah. I hate that shit. Like don't I'm I'm really big. I want people to treat me how I treat you. Like I would never fucking volunteer for some shit. Um, but real fast, volunteering. I want to volunteer to give a recap on our last podcast. We had our guy, my guy Paul Hernandez from the Six Six One Hoops Live. Really great conversation. I hope you guys stick, um, watch that one, listen to it, whatever you guys want to do. Um, just. Just give it a chance, y'all. Parhanez is doing a lot of great things for the basketball community, and it's real good to see somebody who's not who's who's not about himself. He's really about these kids, about these uh, these athletes, these student athletes, and uh, just to hear about his you know the beginning of his movement and how there's levels to everything. He's really taking you to the next level. I believe he has an um, All Star game with Clutch Clips Hoops that's going to be on June 25th. So check that out. Real big for the community, and what's real big for the community in the podcast. Podcast is our sponsors. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsors here, Coco Glow by M. Again, this is a spray tanning. This is a spray tanning specialist located here in Bakersfield, California. She's ready to take your tan to the next level. This is an affordable option for your beauty, ladies, fellas. I know there's some fellas that they like to get tan. Virus, you ever been tanned before? Fuck no. All right, then if you mention the STS podcast when you get tanned, you're gonna get two. Tans and you can get the third one for free. So that's three tans for the price of two. And this is appointment only. Make sure you contact M today at 661-348-1365. She's located at 612 18th Street. Again, that's Instagram.com slash Coco underscore glow underscore buy underscore M. You buy two tans, you're gonna get one for free when you mention the STS podcast. Monkey Smog Check and Repair, located at 1331 East Trucks Avenue, another spot. Sponsor here with the STS podcast. They are locally, they are local and family owned repair shop that specializes in brakes, battery services, oil changes, smog checks. And if you mention the STS podcast today, when you get your smog check, you're gonna get $5 off. They do transmission repair. It's hot as fuck in the field right now. I know that hot ass, you know, like that hot ass air in your whip. Get your AC done. Speaking of hot. It's hot as fucking here. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hot. It's like 75. And that's what you want your AC to do. You want to cool down right here in the in the heat right now. The field's getting kind of hot. And again, to show the love and support, you get $5 off the STS podcast at Monkey Small Check and Repair. And I just did a great a great event with Just Snap It Photo Booth. Just Snap It Photo Booth has the goal of capturing your once-in-a-lifetime moments with your friends and family during your wedding, Sweet 16, your quince, all the any event. Nothing's too big or too small for Just Snap It Photo Booth. They're experienced and locally owned here in Bakersfield, California. And this mobile photo booth, the good thing about that, they're willing to travel to LA, San Diego, Fresno, and everywhere in between. And if you book just snap it photo booth today and you mentioned the STS podcast you're gonna get $100 off your booking again that's just snap it instagram.com just snap it underscore shout out to just snap it photo booth and of course Captain G Soul Food Captain G Soul Food is a restaurant dedicated 
to the comfort feeling of a good home-cooked meal. It's family-owned and operated here in Bakersfield, California. They're actually located at 1201 Chester Avenue, Bakersfield, California, right next to Bakersfield High School. I believe that's on California and Chester, right? Is that what it is? California and Chester, right on the corner, y'all, right next to that little market. Mention the STS podcast at Captain G Soul Food and get 10% off your purchase now. Virus, what do you like for 10% off? Do you know what 10% off is? <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. I know what 10% off is. <laughs> okay, what's 10% off? $15. 10% off $15 is a fuck you. I couldn't tell you. Come and keep it 1000 I don't know. Shit. Less than 15 I know that shit. <laughs> Give me that, motherfucker. <laughs> Give me all that. Whatever. Big shout out to the sponsors, man. We can't do anything Not without dumb, the sponsors. Not dumb. really fucking... Fuck you. I do math. Fuck I you. hate math, too. I can't. <laughs> I'm not dumb. I just don't know math. <laughs> I know my math, but right now, like, I'm not going to. Oh, you know, Man, yeah. show me the calculation. Get your fucking calculator out. Show me what fucking uh, 10% of 15 is. What is? I don't even know. I don't even know. My dumb ass thing is fifty off, but I might be wrong. It might be. I don't think that's the way it works. <laughs> What's 10% of 15? I couldn't tell you. I'm not a math whiz at all. But mm-hmm. hey, man, DMX has dropped a new album, Exodus. Is, what's it, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. The, we listened to the first couple songs. Swiss Beats is all over it. I like the production. Um, we hear we got Jay Z and Nas on it. How's it? It's real crazy to think that DMX got the Tupac treatment, and he dropped the album after his death. I don't think people would be hyped about it if he was alive. Of course, everything's kind of worth more when you're dead. Thirteen fifty. Was I right? You said fourteen. I said thirteen. No, a dollar fifty. Why? Oh, I'm fucking. Oh, see, I'm smart as fuck, man. Me. I knew. Now we're gonna hear this old oh, motherfucking dumb. Oh, 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 oh. It's all right, if you think that, fuck you. <laughs> Why are you so hostile, man? It's fucking late. Cause you started it. I was just saying, man. I just want to know if you knew you fucking math. I do know math. Oh, I just know how to double up. Hey, <laughs> that's it. I know how to double. I know it. times two, motherfucker. Yeah. I know what times two is. Shit. Give me the double up. I can Wait. eyeball it. So fuck it. Yeah, man. So Exodus, DMX, crazy, crazy that my guy gone, and oh. the releasing stuff after his death and whatnot. But the, the guest list on there is kind of crazy. Alicia Keys is on there. Nas, Jay Z, the Lux, the Locks, the Lux. What the fuck? Do my fucking loaded Lux. Um. Bono. Bono, man. Yeah, Bono on there. That's kind of cool. I really just hope they just do everything the way they, when he, before he passed away, the way it sounded. I wanted that to come out. I don't need anybody to do a little tweaking and all that shit. I don't want to hear Swiss Beats on it, like all over it. He's already all over it. I I heard the first couple songs. It's like, oh, this is a Swiss Beats production all the way. It's kind of annoying. I'm surprised all those features he had because he never does features. Not yeah, like that. Not like that. Yeah. Not Maybe in the, be- in the beginning he had a little bit, but it here was. Here and there, but not like this whole fucking album. Let's see here. Like your Zelda record. Yeah, oh, man, dude. That shit's amazing. They dropped that a while ago, though, no? That came out earlier this week. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought I heard a little bit earlier. Or maybe they had him on a track before. No. But Hood Blues, yeah, that was, that was, I like that song a lot. Yeah, Bono, Cross, West, uh, that was the Hood Blues, Snoop's on there. They got Nas twice on here. Nas and Jay-Z on the same track, that was, that was solid. Bath Salts. I just mm. hope they pay respect to his legacy and we let the dog rest after this. I don't need five DMX albums after his death. Everybody's a 
asshole for saying all that. What do you say? About DMX and how he died and all that. How did he die? Well, what do you say he about his death? He fentanyl and all that shit. He put it on blast? Yeah, on Instagram. Why do you, would he do that? Exactly. Anybody shot? Anybody, uh... Swiss beats on He said something like this bozo talk or some shit like that. And but did he have a fentanyl overdose? It's not confirmed. I mean, but you know DMX, you know. Because that fentanyl ain't no joint, motherfucker. That shit will give you a fucking heart attack. Yeah, I know. So... But I'm not saying it's okay for him to put on blast for his business out there. Should, not that, like a day after? But then DMX had a real shitty. People were already fucking announcing his death before he even died. So. Yeah, but, but Irv Gotti shouldn't be doing that. But Irv, you know Irv, he likes to step on. He likes to step on toes and keep his name relevant, too. That's all he's trying to do. If I die and somebody does that shit, I'm a haunt him. <laughs> we'll make sure that doesn't happen, my That's, guy. Yeah, that was shitty even to do that. Um, I thought so. This is kind of something we need to talk about. Have you been keeping up with this whole Joe Budden, Rory and Ma thing? No, Joe Budden's a moron. You had something good going, just like the other. What else did he have before this? The fuck everyday struggle. Yeah. The how complex. Fuck that off. You get to talk all day, talk your shit. You know how fucked up you have to be? I'm trying not to cuss so much. No, it's cool. I'm in the transition point here. But, um,. Yeah, you can fuck. How do you fuck that up? And it's your boys you're fucking over, too. <clears throat> it's like I said earlier, like we were talking earlier about it. I get where they had to keep the show going because the people beyond the mics, yeah, producers right. and whatnot, they got to eat, too. They can't just sit here while motherfuckers bicker over Fetty. Yeah, but you can't just throw just another two people in. Like, you got to have two people. They got to grow on people. Then it has to grow again. Like Maul has a point, too, though. He just did that shit to stunt to show that, oh, this show could go with anybody. I can insert anybody in this show, and it's going to be cool. But nah, my guy, don't That's work like that. Stupid. Joe Budd is a moron. He's always been a moron. I'm glad well. Who was it? Uh, Raekwon snuffed his ass? Yeah. I'm glad. And then he, tried, then he tried to do some slick shit like, well, oh, well, I did the, you know, I did Slaughterhouse a fucking favor by retiring. Because it's not like I released albums after, you know, I fucking breached breach my contract. I just stopped making. God, you remember when Slaughterhouse came out with their album and they had a Joe Budden list version of it, and we got that shit. Yeah, like I never said, "Hey, let's go bump some Joe Budden." Like he was a moron. Like everybody wore black, and he wore black with the red hat type thing. Like he always wanted to do some dumb shit. And Maul was he's Maul was saying some crazy shit too, but it's kind of the truth. Joe Budden thinks his podcast is big because his fucking music career. I can't tell you one album. I don't even know the album title of Joe Budden. I couldn't tell you I, either. I know Pump It Up, but that's all I know from the guy. I know like maybe one solo track. That was a hype. Besides the Slaughterhouse shit. I got his mixtape that came with the Mixed Unit t-shirt I bought. But yeah, when you're giving free mixtapes with a t-shirt that you're not even associated with, that's bad. You remember back in the day when the... when. Tony gave us that Smack 10 CD, the paper route. He had the fucking Mac 10 with the, <laughs> yeah. the Afro. Yeah, man. I'll never Smash. forget that shit. I'll never little, forget that shit. Was it Lil Blackie? You know yeah, Lil Blackie. Oh, That's man. when he had that Tyrese album. He's looking to the side. <laughs> 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 That's why I think of free mixtapes and shit. No idea. Yeah, that was, that was promotional. Promotional use only. only. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. That, but yeah, so... But then Roy, you know, Maul and Roy, or was it Roy and Maul? I don't listen to these cats either. I don't either. know them. I don't fucking know them. I don't like Joe. I won't listen to this podcast. But my thing is, if you're going to be with your boys, man, do the business right. Let the motherfucker, if, they have, if they're contracting obligated, you're making a profit, 
a percentage profit, what they're saying is, which I guess you're making money, you're making a percentage of the money after it's fucking, did you get the wrong, did you get my part? Yeah. <laughs> right. You're getting a percentage of the profit after the expenses are paid, right? So, give them a fucking, uh, give them the fucking concrete set number here, please. Are those his friends going into it with them, or just? They were homies, yeah. So, you never go into business with your friends. Definitely. Shit. I fucked a few people over, my friend. I don't give a fuck. I did it. And said, you don't go. On, you just don't do it. It doesn't work. It never works. It never out. works out. It's like fucking doing business with family. Yeah. Never Once in a while, if you keep it one hundred, you can you can make it work. But then you don't have real friends. Like if I if I pull a Joe Budden on Big Sider, I would get my ass beat, and then he'll come back to work the next day and be like, you "Good." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah. All right. And I think they're so intimidated by that guy too. As I don't see they, why, like, because he fucking like he's one of those people that you get, they yell, and they, oh, yeah. he thinks he owns the conversation just because he's yelling a little uh, bit louder. He's, he's right because he's loud. I can't stand motherfuckers. Like yeah, that. like come on, my guy, be be solid with the people who helped you get to where you gotta go. I was in rehab. And some guy tried to do that to me. Try to be loud over me. Like, dude, that don't no, mean you're right. Just because you're loud, don't mean you're right. I smacked the dog shit out of him for that. That's annoying. Like. It makes everything like I'm you trying would, to talk to you like a human being. You want to yell over when I'm talking. Don't talk when I'm talking. Yeah. Don't yell at least. Yeah. Don't yell at me. Give me a chance to speak yeah. what I gotta say. Then you could say what the fuck you gotta say after that. Because they know you're right and they don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to win. That's why I feel like Joe. Joe Budden. Joe, fun. he's weird though. He's always been. He's a bit. He's a. I think he's one of the biggest weirdos in the industry ever. Remember he chased those kids. Remember when that motherfucker That motherfucker thinks he's so much bigger than he really is He's not He just has a big mouth Like he's never I never said on MC list top 50 Joe Bunn's never been close to that top 50 um, And I'm not hating on his podcast career I wish we got his numbers But Look at the way he treats his friends though You know what I mean Like can Jeez. you respect someone like that I got no respect for Button. But we can keep it off that That's why I like text tone he, Did you watch that episode nah, He nah. had him on there And uh he asked him. He asked Joe Budden a question. Joe Budden asked like, but he re asked him the question like back. He fired it back and he goes, "What the fuck is wrong with this dude? What the fuck is wrong?" And Joe is looking at him, man. Get the fuck out of here if you want to be on here, man. You fucked up. You got me fucked up. He started going off on him, and Joe Budden left. And he didn't say he didn't get loud with. See, he picks who he wants to get loud with. Oh, he knows he could get loud with Raw and Raw. He's not gonna do it, but te- like, yeah, dude. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I can't stand motherfuckers who pick their battles. Like, you gotta be one way all the time. You can't go, oh, I'm not gonna do that. You should have seen the look on his face. Yeah. I love that. I think he does contradict himself a little bit, too. So, just like, it is relevant because this is the podcasting world. I think we all should take notes and do good business. If we're gonna make this shit a business, then let's make it a business and do it right. I don't know shit about Every time I see him, he's not gonna take top. (laughs) He's so funny, dude. What's funny, uh, what's not funny actually is, um, man, Highland basketball is in the playoffs. We learned today we're going to be in the playoffs. We'll see how that goes. We won, we beat North yesterday. We beat North on Saturday too. What? So um, let's see how it goes, man. I'm really excited for the guys. and um, I've been around, I've been in the playoffs a few times as a coach. <laughs> so uh, hopefully I could kind of get that mentality where they need to get. And I think that's gonna be real fun. We won't find we play Wednesday. We won't find out who we play till Saturday. So good luck to the Highland High Scots. Mm. It's been a real pleasure the last couple of days, man. Uh, really played hard, overcoming 
um, adversity, even when we're down by a couple points, they're still fighting. And that's what you want to see in a team. Just a team that doesn't give up when they're fucking down and out. Because hopefully they see that shit in life. Hey, motherfuckers, things don't go the way. Last year. Thank you. In life, things don't always go the way that they're supposed to, right? What the hell did you say? Remember when the Grinch, when the dog sneezes? That's the dog. I have no idea what the hell that means. I don't know what he says, but that's what he tells the dog when he sneezes in the middle of him. Myrna Heidi? Yeah, yeah. Funny as fuck. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Remember when the, why, remember when on the wall, why does he make the noise? Oh, when he drops the mask, huh? Yeah. What do you say when you drop the mask? They yell. Damn, that shit was funny. But yeah, Highland Boys Scott's basketball team in the <clears> playoffs. We'll give them an update if we can. Hopefully by the time this comes out. Mm-hmm. We're kind of behind on podcast right now. Good God, but we're here. It's going to be real fun. Really hope my guys can either pull one out, pull a couple games out. Shit, win Valley will be awesome. Um, anything's possible in basketball. Everybody has ten, five guys on the floor at all times. Uh, just gotta play tough and just make sure that we uh, remember that uh, the job's not done, yeah. and you gotta leave it on the hundred percent on the floor. Just play for a legacy now. You motherfuckers might be able to remember your name in ten years. If you pull this off, so let's see what happens. Hoyt, strong safety, North Hollywood. How the fuck do you know that? <laughs> I follow all the good ones. <laughs> Timeless movie. And hopefully it's a timeless podcast. It's going to be called Old to Off the Fly. Not Off the Fly. We've got Double R, Robert Vita, co-host of Off the Fly. And unfortunately, um, we're gonna we're pulling the plug on this one. Off the Fly is gone. It's going to be, um, the, this is the last, this is like the last Off the Fly podcast. As much as it pains us, I think it was necessary. Unlike Joe Budden and shit, we were able to have that conversation and just keep it 100. Do we have time for it? No. Rob going to yell at you? Nah, me and Robin never yelled at each other. Huh. We and him had probably one argument. You argued with Robin before? One, not over the podcast, but just in life. I think we just had one little disagreement. And that was just regarding uh-huh. some bullshit. Rob fucked you up. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, Rob said he... See that, Rob? You said he can whoop your ass, I didn't Rob. say that either, <laughs> goddammit. Hold on, man. I'm trying to start beef so you guys can get numbers here, Elmo. Oh, okay. Oh, it works. Man, fuck Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're double R. Nah, me and Rob only had one fucking argument, and it was over some stupid shit. You don't got to explain and, that. And, uh, no, I would never put... I'm yeah. not going to... We don't air anyway, personal stuff like that anyway. I'm going to miss Off the Fly. Off the Fly was a great... If you don't know, Byers Local was the... Uh, one of the highest numbers on Off the Fly, and uh, hey, dude, it's all gone now. Off the Fly was making some <laughs> putting some numbers up, dude. Yeah, off the cool. Fly was definitely putting some numbers Man. up. It guys, shocked me. You guys didn't have none of this shit either. You guys are using the built-in microphone off the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> we had a guest coming on just talking to the laptop. Yeah, that was. So it was pretty cool, you know, just to give it the proper exit it deserved. We just didn't want to let that shit go off in the sunset, never talk about it, never mention it. Mm. But we had a good episode, and I hope you guys um, really enjoy it. Um, again, this is episode 86, The Ode to Off the Fly. Yeah. And I got, again, this is exclusive audio. Remember, check out the giveaway, $100 giveaway. We're going to be announcing that soon. And hopefully next episode we're joined again by Virus C. Loco. Virus is that it? Yeah, man. Mm. Better, better, lighter. For what? So I can do this in the microphone. <laughs> Fireman. 
That's crazy. Car three, bitch. I was one, two, three. I just want to see if it's on I go to sleep on Monday and I wake up Sunday. I go to sleep on Monday and I wake up Sunday. May that back. Remember that motherfucker was fucking playing the guitar and singing on the cell phone? Horrible. God, he was awesome. Why would he think that's a good... I don't care anybody say Rebirth was horrible. Why would he put that on camera, though? He looked fucked up. Well, that's fine, but... But that... Like, everybody knew what he was doing. The best song was fucking uh, Drop the World. Is that what it's called? Drop the World, yeah. I thought that was on... um, That's on Rebirth. It's, it is on yeah, that, is that one. In the, was it Hot Revolver or some shit like that? I don't know. I didn't like that album. I don't like when people, when like when rappers turn to like rock stars. But that's what happens when you go a million a week. They kind of give you that leeway to do what you want because like, oh, he yeah. got that. He'll figure it out. But like, what is he doing now? Not doing that. I don't know. Carter Five was. Eh. Eh. I'm not a big. Car- I'm not, after four, I'm like, stop, my G. Was it something else? Carter Five, they ruined it by pushing it back so much, and they mm-hmm. killed it. Carter Four was cool. A couple outdated songs in there too. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but now you just put Kendrick Lamar, J Cole on it. Now it's the fucking best album in the world. I hate when they do shit like that. Hey man, the masses look at that shit, dude. Honestly, that sucks. Yeah. I miss what rap used to be. We kind of got that with the DMX album. At least we got some heavy hitters on there. Yeah. I wish Elmo Loco would drop the mixtape again. I ain't dropping shit. And then when you sell a t-shirt, you can throw the mixtape in there like Joe Budden. <laughs> Much as ain't going no free promotional use. Fuck all that. Right. Does, anybody, does anybody have CD players anymore, anymore, dude? I do. Besides us? I think I think Donuts does. Yeah, but that many Donuts I don't think he world. does, though. There's not many donors as well. Everything's streaming now. Does dude. he have a... Just, I don't know. He, he, has still to have, he still has to have he CDs. He probably does. He probably tucked away because he has all those CDs. Yeah, he has I to. I would. He has um, to. Who has a CD player? I don't know anybody else with a CD player. I get made... Like, people laugh at me because I have a DVD player and a CD. I still have a VHS player. Dude, people would be so shocked that we still have fucking power of the dollar in the CD, in the CD deck. Yeah, like... Yeah, I'm way behind technology. Have you been seeing what's going on with Raw? Here and there, they just fired Tom Phillips today. Oh, I know, I seen that. That's crazy, and I'm sure he's like he is a like a how do you say a clone? Um, what's the a carbon copy? He is a carbon yeah. copy of Michael Cole. Yeah. And they, uh, I think it's V Doc. I can't even pronounce his first name, but that was the guy they just gave him a job to five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Fired his ass. Now they got the UFC. Seen that. One of the UFC play by play guys coming in, like I don't know what the they're firing all the cool people, like not even cool people, but a lot of shit going down behind the thing. Like who else got fired the other day? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. No, before that, was like a few days ago. Um, I don't know. It couldn't NXT, be NXT dude. Oh, the 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 referee. No, was it the referee? Oh, Velveteen, oh, Velveteen yeah. Dream. Dude, how the fuck does Velveteen Dream get released? I would have never thought that a couple years ago. Something's going on, like, behind this. He had to do something. They're trying to clean up their image right now, to be honest with you. They got that, like, that referee who went to the um, student council and started talking about, you know, he's, he's anti-vaxxer and pro-Trump and pro-Jesus Christ, all that stuff. And now Velveteen Dream, but he's been kind of, dog, 
he's over here messaging little kids though, like. Oh, I didn't know that part. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, this is proof. Like someone put him on blast. He was over here DMing little kids back in the day, saying them like explicit pics and shit. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I can't tell you that. Oh, but after I found out it was just underage, I'm like, I didn't fuck with him. Like, oh fuck, I ain't reading. I don't gotta read the rest of it. No, I don't fuck uh, with you. Yeah, well, he can dive in. Yeah, but again, I guess we can say his in ring shit before his bullshit. I See, love. I didn't even know that. I like Velveteen Dream. I don't anymore. Yeah, that's what he's accused of. But See, no proof. I guess they did. You know how I mean, WWE, to- WWE did a thorough investigation. Of course, they didn't find shit. Just like they didn't find anything with Pat Patterson. When he was shit. on the fucking the Pat Patterson did that shit. Remember that fucking show? Uh, the <laughs> we were driving, I couldn't resist anymore. <laughs> he, I wouldn't get on TV and say that. <laughs> <laughs> and they have long hair. What's his name? Orton? Phil Donahue show. Yeah, dude, that oh, show. Man. That, that was show so was weird. It was so crazy. Well, besides going, besides talking about, it, we're gonna go to the source. We got Vince McMahon <laughs> here. Look, if Vince was in there, that was balls to show up on that show. And he was talking this. Oh, that was great. That was a great. You guys should look that up, man. Back in the day when <laughs> WWF at the time was going under this yeah. child scan, sex scandal, and hey, Vince is there trying to defend the company. Pat Patterson did that shit. Oh, definitely did that yeah, shit. We're gonna leave you. We're gonna go ahead and leave you alone for a couple of months. We're gonna pay you, and then we're gonna come back quietly. Exactly because the social media wasn't big, yeah, and like, no one spoke up against it. You know, no one pressed charges. It was it was a forgetful story. Yeah. If you get accused of doing anything with the child, you're guilty until proven innocent, and definitely. you're still gonna be guilty in my motherfucking. Like, house. how the fuck you put yourself in that position to get charged? Like, there's no reason for you to be like. I agree. Like, at all. You're doing something to get that, like... You put yourself in a position you shouldn't put yourself in. And that's why you don't fucking befriend little kids. Exactly. But, what do I know? I'm just a janitor. You have to keep that line. Like, just say coaching boys basketball. There's a line you keep as a coach and a player. You never cross that to a friend. There's a boundary. Like, my therapist is cool as hell. I love her. We're cool. But, if... She's a therapist. And I am a patient. Just like coworkers. Yeah. Your coworkers aren't your friends. I learned that the last couple. Yeah. Your coworkers are never your fucking friends. You could tell them some stuff about work, but when yeah. it comes to your personal life. Yep. If I tell my group, like, they want to hang out and go, I'm not here to be people's fucking friends. You guys need to understand that. I'm here to get help. Yeah. Because if I become your friend, it's a distraction, and you find out too much about me. And something bad goes happening, you know what the fuck is going on. Definitely. And I don't know where you can't tell people where you live because something goes bad, and they come over here, bring all that bullshit over here. Mm-hmm. And then you fucking with ammo local. Yeah. yeah. Fucking with ammo local sleep. That's not good. And just that, even like I'm learning too, like people don't know boundaries, especially yeah, nowadays. You, they want to be fucking everybody's friend. You can't be people's friend. Cause people are fucked up. They're weird. Like people are weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm weird, but I'm like, just like, I love horror movies weird. Like, there's motherfuckers who, who like, move funny. Yeah. Who have different, weird, have like, different intentions and they're trying to just take advantage of you and, I don't know, you can't trust a lot. Of, trust is a, trust is a word too. We can't trust a lot of people. I don't trust no motherfucker. Yeah, definitely. Like, people be friendly kid. Like a dude, what's his name? Before you, I am going to say his name because he died and shit. But he was befriending children. He was what? He was befriending children. Yes. A lot of children. Everybody yes. knew it. And now he's dead. What should he should be? Fucking with kids. Yep. Anyway, uh, make sure you uh, mention off the... Um, 
STS podcast when you can go get a tan or at a Coco Globe by M. At Coco Globe by M. Shout out to our sponsors, man. This pot ain't nothing without the sponsors. We're out here, y'all. And, um, this if is anybody episode on 86. Here is, uh, politically correct. This is virus. This is how I talk. I'm trying to change it. Don't be offended by anything I say. We're just having fucking fun here with brothers. The views stated by Virus C Local are not. Those what is it? <laughs> the views represented by Virus and Local are not those of the STS podcast, also known as Shooting the Shit podcast. Oh, not the new, views. I miss New Jack. <laughs> Put that up every time you <laughs> smoky mountain one. Rest in peace, New Jack, yo. That's great. Hey man. Episode yeah. eighty six. This is six. the O to off the fly. Five. You guys check it out. Five. We out here. Mm. And uh my name is Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius. This is Virus C Loco. Oh. And uh we're out. Three, two, one. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and we are live from the STS Studios. This is episode 86, and I got special guest, my guy, Double R. What's good? What's with it? Bro, what's up, my guy? Nothing much, man. I'm glad you're the first one to bless the room. What do you think so far? Bro, it's legit. I can't believe tell you. From oh, man. where you started, from where we started. We started, my guy. And from where we're at, yeah, man. This is um, it's, it's a good look, bro. It's something I'm different. I wanted to do something different. I want this room to be different from the any room in the house. It's so, definitely a good start. I, I like it. I like everything about it, man. I even like the mural. Beautiful. I think less is more approach. So I was like, hey, let's let's just. I kind of you know Pinterest is a crazy thing. So like, let me just take these ideas. And I think I shot it to you like, what do you think about this? And we'll just put the logo on the wall. Shout out to Alex, art by Alex. You think he, he killed it, bro? Shout out to Don Sly, um, Centeno's carpet. Put the carpet in. Shout out to the grandparents of Virus. Virus put the vision together. Production manager, bro. Dude, producer, all that. Shout, shout out to Virus. I don't know. He's the man behind the scenes. He's the one that really gets this shit going, and he really helped me take it to the next level. Yeah, man. Yeah, I see him in here, but putting in work. Dude, yeah, he's. It's been amazing, dog. I think. Uh, just with his journey he got going on, my journey we were going the last year, it's like, how are we going to take things to the next level? Now that we're focused and we're ready to go and we're here now, bro. So. Y'all, not, y'all stop bullshitting. Exactly. We stop here. bullshitting. Yeah. And that's that's, that's all what it is, man. Life is all about when are you going to stop bullshitting and just figure it out. Right. So I'm glad we stopped bullshitting and we figured out when we get a pod, my guy. I'm glad, know, you, I'm glad you're the first one. I, didn't, I swear to God I didn't ask nobody else to do the first pod. So I'm glad it's you, bro. Yeah, man. And no, for real. I'm I'm uh, honored. Definitely. It's dope. It's I'm telling you, man. It's, it's levels. Yeah. It's levels, and you guys are just taking it to the next level. So trying to, my guy. And I really um I think I wanted you on, my guy, because we got we, we got some crazy things to discuss. We got man, want to talk about off the fly podcast. That's where we started at. That's where I started at. That's our baby. So we're gonna talk a few about that in a minute, and then. J. Cole just dropped. Uh, you know my guy dropped. You know I got to talk on it a little bit. We have to. The yeah. off-season's here. Um, man, did you... You know, I, I didn't tell you about this one, but... Man, did you see 60 Minutes yesterday? No. The alien documentary? Or the alien, the, uh, the UFO report they had? The one, uh, the one that they released and finally yeah, admitted. Yeah, now they have, like, the officers of, of yeah. these, I guess, unclassified files on... That's pretty cool, so we'll talk about that. Our guy Kobe, man, he's blessing he's blessing the wall right now. Crazy how it's like a it's like that painting's sick, dude. Yes, it's a painting, sick. my guy. I wish people could see it. I know, man. Just then, this weekend was crazy. Yes. Sadly. Yes. I shed a tear. 
I, I didn't think I was going to see Vanessa do the induction speech for Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame, but that's the way it went. I never pictured it in a thousand years. It's crazy, dude. Nor did I think that she would bring me to a tear. And nor did I realize how strong she is. I think you have to be I mean, like, beyond strong to go through something like that. Yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. She didn't crack once, bro. Once. Not MJ once. cracked before she did. Exactly, exactly what I was gonna say. It's nuts. <laughs> Who would have thought the dude like? And now we see Kobe in the Hall of Fame, and I'm sure that's like a childhood dream of ours, like our goats in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame where he's supposed to be at, but the goat wasn't there to. I wanted to know who he was gonna thank. Like, who did he? Who's who's on his list of his goats and shit? You know what I mean? I feel like we could have pictured what Kobe might have might have said mm-hmm. a thousand times over in different different ways, but I guarantee he probably would have went completely Definitely. left from what we were all thinking yeah and i'm sad that we did get i want i don't want to say robbed of that because it sounds selfish yeah definitely but i mean we you know we, did we didn't get that speech we didn't get that. yeah so it, it's it's tough i think tough. ever since we were kids we were kind of like waiting for that like, that's kind of things i remember coming up using like patrick ewing's hall of fame speech jordan's of course magic's all the greats like oh kobe's gonna be up there one day give me his he's gonna be in his little jacket and dude, and I shout out to Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan and um, who else got in there? Rudy T. Shout out to Rudy T. Too man. You know what the the draft class was nice. Yeah. I, and then they announced for next year too, and mm-hmm. I'm kind of excited. You know, it's nice. I, we got Paul Pierce in there. Bosh. I'm all we. I've been on the fence about Ben Wallace. Again, I'm not no. I'm not a basketball expert, but I think he had that five year run, which is great. He is mm-hmm. a five time right. defensive player of the year. Right. My guy Angel pointed that out yesterday. I'm like, well, yeah, but if you look at the rest of his career, do you play more than sixty games in any of these seasons? Like, are we going off hot spans? Or are we going off a career? I just I do want to know the criteria for a Hall of Fame resume. Exactly. Like what is what is the minimum? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Exactly. I thought a Hall of Fame was you're an all time great. You're like not a generational athlete, but you don't come around too often. This is where you belong when you're that special. After so. a while, do they just start handing it out? Like when does it stop being special? Exactly. You know I mean? And I it's and I hate comparing it to wrestling, but it's like the WWE Hall of Fame. They're just putting people in there just to fucking fill the space. Yeah, exactly. And I hate to say that by Chris Webber or Bosch or uh, you know, Ben Wallace. But it could like, be argued. But majority of the people before let's say this year's draft class, you really it really wasn't much to argue. Now mm-hmm. it's like it's debatable whether they should be there, mm-hmm. to be honest. And it, I understand it's a, but we have, I think I have to remember too, because I'm like, I'm not the big, I'm a big Bill Walton, shouldn't be in the NBA Hall of Fame, but it is a basketball Hall of Fame. It's their contributions to the entire game. Right. Right. And I think even Bill Russell as a coach, like, yeah, he deserves to be in there. Like, he, I think he was the first black coach to win an NBA title and whatnot. Maybe the first black coach in NBA history, am I right? I think. I'm not 100% sure on that fact. But it's like, hmm, okay. So, but yeah, we need a criteria. We kind of need to know where we're setting this standard at. How are we doing this? Because Ben Wallace, I even heard Chauncey Billups. I'm like, I don't know about Chauncey, my guy. No. I don't know about you. I'm not a hater. But And I fucking hate the Detroit Pistons, bro. They ruined my fucking they, three-peat. They, they, yeah, they robbed us of that. God, I want Kobe to, 6. Yeah, that, my guy uh, Gary and my guy um, Carl. Good God. Shaq's last year. I'll never forget that shit. They beat us. We were hurt, We were hurt, bro, but they, they beat, beat us the, down. They beat the hell out of us. Those sco- I was looking at the scores of that finals. 
crazy how the game's changed. I've never been so frustrated watching a finals, though. <laughs> I was like, we should be beating these guys. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? Fucking score was like 75 to 68. My cousin like, my cousin David's sitting there talking in my ear because he just hates the Lakers. Oh, I'm like, God. get the fuck out of my ear. It was a great time for these Laker haters, bro. Yeah, man. So, so it's, it's crazy to see that, you know, now Kobe's in the Hall of Fame. It's like, what? It's, I hate to say, man, but my, my bad love of basketball, at least pro basketball, when Kobe passed away it's like eh. I just won't get that feel like I don't know dude it was just kind of like eh. when your childhood hero dies it's like I don't really I love the game still but in different ways now I think it I think it made me appreciate who we have in the NBA and, mm-hmm. and, and you know to take not to be, I've actually watched a lot more since he's passed because mm-hmm. it's like dude you never know when you're gonna lose mm-hmm. these guys that you look up to or watch on a nightly basis pretty much on a nightly basis right so I think it, it kind of gave me a different appreciation mm-hmm. than, because um, yeah, I mean, like, it, it sucks. It, it, again, it brought me and my pops together, mm-hmm. family together, so, me and you together. Yeah, dude. Kobe, so, yeah, Even that last game, my guy, was, I'll never forget that stuff, bro. It's like, this, this, this the stars in the building? Like, are we ever going to get a moment like that again? Not, no one dropping 60 on the way out. Yo, no one's doing that, bro. Uh, that's crazy, bro. It's crazy how, and I think we talked about this on a prior pod off the fly, just how when Kobe passed, it kind of just put everything in gear for me, too. Like, if he could go, any of us can really go now. So what are you going to do with every day you got that you're here now? It, it sounds cynical, but, I mean, like, we are all one foot in the ground. Mm-hmm. We all are destined. We all have a, a date. That's what the common man, everything that man has. In, one, one thing that man has in common, we're all going to be there one day. Yeah. There's nothing we could do. It's, it's a, um, what's the one I'm looking for? It's, it's, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. So we're going to be in there, dude. But it helps. It honestly kind of put my shit in perspective, too, with a lot of things I got going on. What mic is that? Is that mine? Who's that yours? No, it's cool. That's why we're, this is off the fly. We do what we want. Or, this is kind of like, I think this is an old to off the fly. But that's what we're going to call this episode, <laughs> yeah. my guy. Um, this is the reason why I know. I don't know. I'm sure people who watched off the fly watched the STS podcast. And it's um kind of wanted, I guess, our announcement, bro. Off the fly is gonna. We're gonna we're gonna disband. We're gonna, we're gonna disband off the fly. I'll say it for you, bro. Okay. I know it's 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 tough, and yes. So this is this is the ode and goodbye, and uh, I'm I'm not saying forever, but you know, definitely, yeah, right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely um, putting a lid on it for now. I know, and it's not a it's not a big deal. I think too, bro. It's not like we ever been like. We never had an argument over it. We've never really had. Um, we had discussions like, "Yo, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna we'll just be consistent with it." But if not, let's just let it ride out. And I think we've been letting it ride out, but we haven't had that final nail in the coffin. Like, I think we've both been avoiding it. Definitely. I think that we both. I wanted. It's life. Yes, of course. And um, as much as I want to keep doing it, it's. It's life. It's tough. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of for me to for myself. I think it's more me than it is you. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not you. It's me. Bro, no, honestly though, and it's crazy because my guy, what we got going on right now, it's like you got a lot going on too. As much as I say, oh, I got a lot of shit going on. Like you, people don't know you got a family now. You're a married man. When you, yeah. we first started off the flight, we were just two kids at a job. Killing time, like, yeah. hey, let's do a podcast. Yeah. This is Out like, of nowhere. was it 15, 16? Is that when we first started this? 17, maybe the latest? Yeah, the latest. It's been a minute, but but yeah, I mean, I got a baby. Uh, she's starting to crawl. So. Shout out to Miss Kaya. Yeah. Shout out to Miss Kaya. Starting to crawl now, and 
you know, I gotta, I gotta pick and choose my time, and it's just tough. It's just tough. I, we got 24 hours, I understand, but mm-hmm. 24 hours doesn't seem enough. It doesn't, bro. No, it doesn't. I'm just glad we were able to talk about it and just kind of come to that. Um, it was we could come down to and just talk about, hey, let's at least do a pod to announce that it's it's ending, and we could kind of reminisce on it, and um, and that's cool with me, honestly, bro. I think as long as we pay it that proper, give it the proper exit it deserves, I'm all for it. Yeah. No, and, most um, I think it deserves it, bro. I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad we never. And I told you too, this was it wasn't like it was a money generating machine either. It's not like you were fucking up my money. I was fucking up your money. Yeah, no Joe Budden. Pop yeah, either. it was definitely no Rory and Maul stuff. I don't. Yeah, not at all. I'm glad we were never like that. I would never do that, bro. Virus was like, oh, I should just start some beef. Like, oh, man, Rob's gonna quit. Fuck him. <laughs> and just put it on Twitter just when we no, get some anticipation not. for this episode. Like, yeah, you know, virus is wild. It, I, I, but um, we could kind of just, I guess, reminisce on it, bro. When we started the podcast, it was just you and I, and yeah, it was just you and I, bro. And it was kind of like we had so many things going on, and you know what? We're going to do this real fast. Aww. Look at this, my guy. We got... <laughs> Man, dude, this is going to be our old to off the fly, bro. You could pick the Yoda. I don't think because I ain't drinking no fucking Broncos. Oh, man. We're going to just do it. You don't have to do They could take one for the for the whole pod, my guy. I might have a few because I'm kind of sad about it. Keep it 100, my G. But just because you're my guy. You want more? Yeah, man. Okay, okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about, my guy. That's what I'm talking about. It's a Monday. But, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we had a long Monday. Yeah, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. We got shout. We're not going to even show the tequila because we're not getting paid to drink this shit. Nope. We're definitely not. But it's some good tequila. It's off the fly. Here we go with it. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Ooh. That's a kick to it, bro. Ooh. We're going to get that shot. We're going to get that shot. We're going to get that shot in the shot and make my face. Man, my homies hate that face I make. It's horrible, but it's great. It's great tequila. But we started this off the fly podcast, man, when we were just kids, dude, just hanging out at work. We were co-workers, and it's crazy how far we came as men, dude. We've been through a lot of stuff, great and bad, and um, it was cool to vent. It was kind of one of those things I needed, too, because I love podcasting, and it was cool to say, hey, why don't we start a podcast? I mean, it was it was dope. Um, it was off the fly, and that, that's where it got its name. Mm-hmm, definitely. Had, uh, no set structure to it. We I mean, didn't really, we didn't, we didn't really um, prepare either, and that kind of that's the way we go with the pod still to this day. Yeah. Why prepare? Just we just get into it. We just have the conversation. Even when we uh, transitioned to having some guests because we went a different, a different direction. Mm-hmm. I guess you can say you know trying to get reach out to the kids because you were. Excuse me, that tequila. Comes no, definitely the tequila no, comes uh, up. You know, uh, you were with at Foothill at the mm-hmm. time, so we're like, you know, we need a if they're listening. Let's let's get their ear. Let's show them that there's other avenues after high school, or, mm-hmm. you know, other than if they're if they're not built for school. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So we even went off the fly with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, I, but it was just genuine conversation. That's all it was. What was your favorite podcast? Was it off the fly? I would say my favorite moment probably had to be the one where we just lost the whole podcast. And it, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that it's not that. 
It was just like wild. That's we had wild. no podcast management. Our guests really hijacked our <laughs> show and <laughs> fucking went on their own agenda. Like this is what we didn't discuss any of this shit. No, I, I just remember looking at you, look you looking at me like we gotta get a hold of this thing. I don't know how. The, oh, should we drop it? I don't know. But. <laughs> Just forget it. Just I think it. that's the only podcast I've ever done that we dropped and we had to delete it because it wasn't after, a good look. After discussing with uh, our uh, closest friends, I guess you can say, yeah, we did pull it. It wasn't a good idea. No. I think my favorite one, though, if you had to say, like, overall, um, probably the first one. Or, no, probably the one with Eddie. That was a good one. Just because... That's our boy, and you know, to see where he, even where he's at now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then uh, Coach Haydock. Like oh, yeah, I love that one. That was he a good was, one. He was, he was, it was dope. Yeah, that was a beautiful one. That was, that was a beautiful one. I loved the one with Domo and Wes. I loved the yes. one with Zach from um, what's the dog rescue spot? Yeah, one, one with Marley's Muds. Yeah, it's all. That was a beautiful, beautiful view. I wish we had the equipment we had now just to. Set it up. Set it up and give it the proper, I think, presentation it deserved. Everything was audio too, mind you. We didn't do any cameras or anything. We, we tried a couple times, but we just couldn't get it. Couldn't get it down. Yeah, we didn't. I don't think we had the. We didn't have the technology behind us either. We weren't. I was, we weren't able to invest. I don't think I was willing to invest. Yet. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing yet. Yeah, I like I didn't know how to make the money back. Right. Exactly. Right. I think it wasn't look as a business either. We were just having fun doing podcasting, you know? Just, you know, hey, when are you free? You mm-hmm. want to talk about this, this, and this kind of? Okay, let's let's just do it. Kobe's episode was the Fro being Kobe. Kobe, and Kobe that was so. a good one, too. That was like when he, that was when his last game was coming approach. That's what we're talking about. Are they going to retire 8 or 24? Yeah, we went down the list of all that stuff. Yeah, no, dude. Uh, tons of great episodes. Now that you think about it. Even the return, dude, that we had, even though we had our brief return, yeah. that was cool just to catch up because it's been the pandemic kind of fucked a lot of things up too i think with yeah. so many people in the world but with us i think it kind of ruined our we were pretty damn consistent no yeah. matter even if it was here or you coming over to my house like it i think a lot of it was either just pandemic or me i'm just you know wifey got pregnant and then there was a pandemic mm-hmm. which is like like first things go first my guy like right. they say oh that first things stay first yeah definitely so i, I mean Hell of a run. Shocked by the numbers still, bro. Oh, well, I'm not so getting those back? numbers still to this day. Not getting the numbers we were getting off the fly. I don't know why. I don't know how. <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't tell you. I was so shocked. We're talking about hundreds and hundreds of listens. Like, it's not even exaggeration. Like, how the fuck we do we're that? In different countries. Yeah, like. Like, to be honest with you, we're in different countries. And that's what, it doesn't really, that is kind of like, I hate doing the what if thing, but I'm like, damn. What could have been if we would have just kept it consistent, then built up to where we're at now? Like, we that was something right there. I didn't realize our plate was that hot though. Me either. I, I honestly didn't. We we pay attention to numbers, but we didn't look for a whole year. We didn't access those numbers for a whole year. No, not till we came back, and I was like, "Yo, did you realize that we're doing? We were doing numbers, some good bro. numbers, bro." I mean, for for. Just for two guys talking in a fucking micro. We were just talking to the Mac. We, we were talking inside. We had the built-in Mac. That's yeah. Built-in uh, mic. Yeah, it was a built-in mic, bro, and it's crazy, man. It's um, I'm glad it happened though, bro. It taught me a lot. I un- and I'm well aware that without that, there's none of this. You know what I mean? Honestly, there's. I would have never had the confidence. I would have never had what we learned. I learned a lot from our podcast and. 
even when you know i think when people we never really discussed but even when i started doing my solo pod i did ask you like yo was it cool to do it because you're my guy you're my partner i know we didn't take it that sir at least you don't like you're like do what you want to do my guy i don't care like it's cool we'll still figure we'll figure it out i'm just never going to be the one to hold you back too, yeah bro i know you got ambitions and you're gonna need to do what you need to do. and it was therapy for a while too before we started doing guests every week before we just kind of like getting shit out and just you know me i talk a lot bro i need to get this shit out somehow yeah. and i didn't know it was gonna turn out like this dude like now it's kind of we have a studio now like what the fuck is going on i I still can't believe it dude but it's hard work my guy i think we just worked our asses off had the vision and just said we're gonna get the studio and we're gonna take it to the next level and just dedicate i guess myself to the podcast man and it's um it's been fun it's been it's interesting what's gonna happen now we're trying to take it as a business it's like sponsors are coming the sponsors keep coming that's what's like fuck but then i'm learning too I don't want to have, like, Joe Rogan has 10 minutes of straight fucking sponsors, which is great. He's getting cheddar, but I don't want my first 10 minutes to be shouting at sponsors and shit, bro. And thank you for sponsoring, my guy. Just Snap It Photo Booth is sponsored this episode right here. You guys book with my guy. $100 off when you mention SPS Podcast. And that's a good chunk of change, bro, for what you do. And I appreciate that you showing love to the listeners and the viewers of the podcast, dude. I think that's a... It's must need. It's an incentive for them to come to your business, and I think when I think people know when we have sponsors who you know who want to sponsor the podcast, it's not like we're just taking anybody. It's stuff that I think it's gonna take whatever you have going on to the next level. Yeah. So I appreciate you, my guy. Of course, man. Of course, we're always gonna be supporting. Always, Definitely. always, man. And it's um bittersweet, bro. I told you I was real bummed out about time my girl. Like I knew it was coming too. I knew we had to have the conversation eventually. Like, what's happening with Off the Fly? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that we were both... I When you asked me, I was like, damn. Like, I'm really going to have to be like, this is it, bro. Yeah. And as much as it pains me, or like, you know, I, I want I wanted to keep doing it. It's just, it's time. And I know I can't give you... I know I can't give you two days out of the week. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I really just... Definitely. My, my heart would rather be at, you know, with my baby girl and mm-hmm. not missing those milestones. But, um... Because it does take time to do this shit, bro. This isn't something like we just say, let's put a podcast out. No, it takes preparation, putting covers out, getting everything lined up for the drop. It's it's time, dude. It is. It is. It's time. But um, shit, man. You, I mean, it's time, bro. It's you're you're taking it to the next level, bro. And this is. This is it. This is dope. It's kind of a. It's. It feels cool, bro. You know me. I try not. To, I just try to look forward. And it's like, okay, what are we doing? What's What's going on next? What? Yeah. How are we gonna take it to the next level now? Like. Yeah, I mean, it's always good to take a step back and realize, like, damn, like. We got a fucking logo on the wall talking about the SJS podcast. We got mic stands. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't got, have none. We got headphones. Yeah. We got condenser. You got. We fucking three cameras three staring cameras. at us. Yeah, man. we like. Come on, bro. It's crazy. It's okay. It's okay to take that step back, man. Smell the flowers. Like, I don't think I should give you another one, my guy, because you're I gotta, driving. I got to drive all the way back to Yeah, Minnesota. I'm not going to give you another one. Cause I'm, I'm a good friend. We're not going to do that shit. We'll definitely take a shot of water if you want. But too off the fly, bro. And I appreciate you being on the journey, my guy. Again, I want to have anybody else on this podcast. Why does tequila taste a little different when it's frozen? The after the after shot uh, face you got going on. Ooh, wait. I don't understand why it's so. It, it tastes like that when it's frozen. There's no need for that shit. Extra 
tastes better when it's frozen, to be honest with you. I thought it did too, but yeah, damn. But yeah, man, like I said, I was really, it was bittersweet for me just because you're my guy and you're my, you're, you are my co-host and I think you're all, you will always be my co-host, bro. So, but then this doesn't mean you don't do shit for, for at the STS podcast. You like, you always have ideas for me. I kind I still shoot you ideas. Like, hey, what do you think about this, my guy? Or if I need a logo, if I need the fucking cover art. Or it's like even the sponsor stuff or the layout, like you're still involved behind the scenes. I know you like that role too. And that's that's honestly because right now, bro, my anxiety's through the fucking roof. Like, I know it the is. The camera's pointed at me. I'm gonna tell you right now. I know it is, bro. Like, I don't know what to do with my fucking hands. I don't know how to sit sit <laughs> right now. They probably think I'm fucking awkward, which I probably am. Mm-hmm. But honestly, the behind the scenes stuff, the the logo, the you need a you need a mock up. Mm-hmm. Your mock up for your shirt. I'll do it all that, bro. And mm-hmm. I'll and I'll be graciously. I don't need any type of shout out, nothing, bro. Be Definitely gracious. Just, Definitely. Just keep me away from the camera, bro. Yeah, this is probably one of the last first times, first last time we have you on camera. <laughs> right, bro. I'm glad you did it. I know you. I know how you are with kind of the whole video thing and. You just gotta kind of get lost in it, bro. I try not to pay attention to them. It's fucking just part of the fucking process. It's part of the it comes to the territory. You can't really do anything about it. It's what sucks. I think I get kind of nervous, believe it or not, too. I'm like, fuck, how do I look? Do I look, as, do I look, do I look like what I look like in IG? Am I fucking a, am I a catfish? Am I catfishing these motherfuckers out here? But I'm glad you're still involved, bro. And I really appreciate everything that you know you helped me with. You put me in the game, bro. And I'm glad you were not. It's not a bitter thing. We've, we're boys. Beyond this, this is just podcasting, dog. And yeah. we're happy for each other, my guy. And I appreciate you always looking out for me, my G. Of course, bro. You know looking out for me, bro. Always family, man. Always. Always. Speaking of family, I've seen what we could kind of just talk about now. we got this All-Star game coming up. Oh, uh, we, can, we can talk about it? Clutch. Uh, kinda, so, kinda, so you let the cat out the I bag did, a little I bit? Just, I mean, I wasn't trying to. I was just really asking general questions. Okay. It brought to my attention why he's like, yo. I seen that. So, so that was a that wasn't supposed to be made yet. The little I heard he had an announcement tweet. No, bro. I was, oh. just, I was genuinely asking. I was like, oh. And then I thought about it. Wife hit me, and I was like, fuck. I was like, damn. I didn't mean to. I didn't. Mean to. <laughs> I'm gonna ask. People start asking questions. I was just trying to, you know, see what's up. Low, the, the flyer was dope. Mm-hmm. That's it's, a, it's a, one of your best flyers you ever made, my guys. No bullshit. I'm not telling you that just because you're here. I love the flyer. I knew you made it. You had that style. Oh, that's a Rob. That's a Rob flyer. Looks dope. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to 661 Hoops Live and Clutch Clips Hoops, dude. That, now that this is going to be a big game for them. This is a big moment for them. This, I don't know this if this is huge. This is huge. And you know a little bit more than me because you're really more. You're so in tune with the basketball culture. Just want to put this on this spotlight, this showcase of these seniors in the, in the central section. I think it's going to be a good look for them, bro. I don't think we've had that here. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we have a. Uh, a, like a sporting facility one I'm not sure if it's going to be there but just that the fact that we have players of that type of caliber coming through now mm-hmm. the fact that Clutch came in and took over the landscape of highlighting those players that mm-hmm. are coming through the field and then now this all-star game mm-hmm. bro it, it's it's huge it's, it's a lot bigger than than I want to say like the average person really thinks like it's a really big deal definitely I'm just happy to be involved in it. I'm just they could ask any fucking DJ in the world to do it and I'm just glad networking's everything, bro. You know how it is, especially with the people and you gotta treat everybody well. And that's what me and Domo were talking about. Just he texted me, I'm like, Bro, whatever you all ever need, you're my guy. I'm just happy to be involved. Like yeah. I'm always gonna be loyal to my guy Domo and it's fun, bro. I think it's gonna be a good time and whatever I could do to help elevate that with the music, because 
people, you know, I think that does elevate it a little bit. It takes it to the next level. It's the, to have the crowd interactions, that excitement. It's an experience. It's the, that's the what, experience, that's what, bro. That's what it is. I mean, it's, it's one thing to put on a show. It's another thing to have an experience with that show. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when I go somewhere for the first time and let's say, um, whether it be like, let's just say you use Disneyland for an example. Mm-hmm. You go to Disneyland, you want that experience of, of that magic or that things come to life and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So it, you take that and put it with like an all-star game. You want that, you want the basketball culture. You mm-hmm. want that experience when you walk in. So DJ brings that, that music or that, that entertainment or that crowd engagement, you mm-hmm. know, like what you get in like Rucker Park exactly. or like you get, you know, anywhere else. It's crazy you that you that. said that. So when Donald hit me a couple of days ago, I started looking at stuff like that, like, how do they kind of get the the crowd involved? Is that what they're looking for? Because I know how it is with the you know past to the current high All Star games. There's no DJ out there. It's kind of like it's a controlled environment. You know what I mean? It's kind of like this is just for the kids. But how do we get the crowd involved now? It's kind of like I want I want a minor record feel. Like the the feel like it, if I'm like when I show up here or when I show up to the All Star game, the feel I want is like uh, Drew League. Mm-hmm. Drew Lee, Dykeman, uh, Ruck, not I don't Rucker's live. Yeah, like, that's wild. On the, yeah. on the core and all yeah. the Dykeman is cool. Like or you know like Drew Lee. I don't know if you ever been to a Drew Lee game. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen I've seen a couple. I've seen I've just, seen the guys, but I've never been there. It's just it's just it's just lit, bro. Mm-hmm. They got a DJ, they got players just going crazy. The crowd is like literally not sitting down half mm-hmm. the time if they got the big names in there. Mm-hmm. So like that energy and and if you bring that type of culture to this all-star game i mean it'd be something special yeah it'd be something to look forward to every year yeah i think that's something we need bro i think we need that for sure i'm super happy for clutch and for 661 hoops paul and you'll see the we just released the pod today the part one at least paul's really trying to start something special too and it's not and it's crazy it's not for himself it's for the whole central section he's just the guy that he wants to put the word out there he wants to be able to provide a platform for these under the radar guys to get these looks, you know how it is. Like even if it's a D three, NAIA, D two schools, even a mid one, get these guys eyes that they're not gonna have being from the here because we don't have really a. I didn't even think about it. we don't really have a scouting service here in Kern County that get people eyes at least. You know, not before um, FPU or you know even when before like AJ. Mm-hmm. I want to say like I think he brought more of that or Wes. Mm-hmm. You know, those have been the staple in the community, and that, especially in that basketball community. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but no, I mean, any type of platform that you can bring here as like a pits, even if you, I don't even want, I, I mean, I feel like calling it a pit stop would be a disservice, but from the bridge, the bridge from LA to up north, mm-hmm. Sacramento, mm-hmm. Um, San Fran, that bridge right there, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna complete that there's, bridge. I mean, there's no there's no reason why we can build something huge here. Mm-hmm. You know, on the way or as a bridge in connection with both of them. You know. So. And I think with the if we could get rid of some politics, like we all know how that is. With some, yeah. Let's get some politics all come together for the right cause. I think we are definitely on that right track now. I think the people who need to talk need to talk. And now we're getting that exposure for the kids. Yeah. And it's cool to be involved in that. Even as a coach, like, that's cool to see. I want my guys. And I think we're a couple, at least at Highland, we're still a couple years away from that. But we're going to get, I think we could get a, some caliber athletes up there to get that recognition too. And I hope it happens, man, because I think all these kids deserve that, that privilege of playing some, you know, ball after high school. It doesn't matter. I 
the free education is always a good thing too, right. bro. Right. That's the ultimate goal, scholarships. I think. Scholarships. You look yeah. at the scholarships more than, you know, um, playing at the next level. I mean, mm-hmm. that's still huge. Definitely. It's still big. So it's cool. Shout out to all them, man. I'm glad we're, we're involved somehow in that. It's crazy, right? I know. It, it's nice. Networking is nice. a crazy thing. Everybody who's networking, I think they need to start utilizing that. Like, I think I mean, we both know, especially with know our own businesses, networking's fucking everything, bro. You got to. It's all word of mouth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can run Facebook ads. You can run Instagram ads. Mm-hmm. But honestly, bro, it's it's you showing up, giving 110%. Mm-hmm. Everybody there, mm-hmm. taking a card and passing it along. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, Treat people well. Yeah. Definitely. Everywhere you go, it's, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's crazy now, even with the podcast, people are coming to me like, hey, I like what you do. I need to get on. I'm like, oh, okay. You're paying attention. That's right. cool. Right. And I'm still kind of... You know how it is. We kind of we've always picked our guest. So now when people want to come on, I'm like, damn, do I need you on though? Like, it's no disrespect to anybody, but I like the conversations with people I'm interested in, people that I want to know more about. Even the last couple of guests, I really didn't know what they're about, and I think I'm a great. I think I could have a great conversation just not knowing anything about you, but I want to know about you. Have that. I guess it's charisma. You have something like a gravitation towards you, and I'm asking the right questions. You know, so. It's kind of different when people are approaching me now, so I think I'm going to have to start utilizing that eventually because I do want to be a platform. It's bigger than me. I want to be a platform for somebody else just so they could see everybody, I guess whatever platform I have, they could see what they're about and whatever they got exposed the podcast a little bit, you know? Yeah. So I think sure. that would be a good idea. I'm still trying to get a grasp on that. You know me. I'm, and I'm, you know me. I'm fucking stubborn, bro. I like my things my way, and I'm still like... This is my baby, you know? Like, yeah. I'm going to protect this shit so much. Even, like, some radio plugs. It's like, what do you want from me, though, my guy? What right. do you like? What are you trying to get from my podcast? Because I honestly, if you want anything without, like, you're trying to take advantage of this, don't want to deal with it. Right. That's cool with the exposure, but I'd rather just do my own thing. And, and build it naturally mm-hmm. and I, gotta I want pr- it. I got to protect this, bro. If there's anything I want to protect, my DJ business, and I want to protect my podcast, bro. Yeah. I don't want to do anything that's out of character. You're not going to... I might take a slap on the... Did you see me get slapped on the fucking chest? I did see that, bro. Oh, was that awesome? It was funny as hell. <laughs> I was like, this fucking guy. Bro, he slapped the shit out of me. I think the video didn't do us any justice. That shit fucking hurt. I think your late-ass reaction didn't do it justice. Because oh, it looked like, like it did hurt, but I was like... And then he turned late, I'm like... So did it hurt or did it? It hurt, hurt bro. I was trying to like, sell it. I don't know. It I, sounded like it I forgot to sell it because you're supposed to like, get it. Ah, oh, yeah. but no, it hurt so bad that I forgot to sell that it hurt, but it fucking hurt. <laughs> it knocked the air on me. That was my problem. I was supposed to have a line after that, but I couldn't breathe. I was like, Oh fuck! That shit was funny. I was like, dude, what is this guy doing with his shirt off? And I was like, oh, oh he taking a slap. God damn! I know, dude. This dog took the bad chop from a pro wrestler. That was fucking awesome. That's funny. And then, I'm sure he wouldn't mind telling this either. You know, um, it's it's real life stuff. Even with that, was my most challenging interview ever. Um, explain. Pro wrestlers like to protect the business, mm-hmm. and you can't give away too much. Okay. So the first run, we gave away too much. I acted like a regular fan. I just a guy who doesn't watch wrestling. Cause I wanted to come as a podcaster. I don't want to come as a mark. A mark means like someone who's who thinks they know about the wrestling business. Use all this terminology and shit. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you think you know, but you're you're just a mark. You're a right. big fan. I didn't want to come to the podcast as a big fan. So I just came to it as a casual approach. Hey, you know things like. How do you feel about you know winning or losing? Because you know it's predetermined. Wrestling's right, right. predetermined, and 
I think we gave away too much. And just as a young guy, I think you're not supposed to give too much away because you're supposed to respect the business. Don't expose the business because look how many motherfuckers put in work to protect the business. Even though it's still, even though it's still kind of out there, we all know it's predetermined. It's kind of I hate the word fake because it's not fake what they do, but the. Someone tells you who's winning. The storyline is built. Yeah, someone's gonna tell you who's winning. Someone's gonna tell you who's losing. So when we do that, but you admit that, bro, you're still green. You're still a rookie. You can't be doing that shit. Stone Cold does it. He's paid his dues. Everybody knows what he's done for the sport. So I had to do that over again and just take it as a serious approach. Like this is a real life thing you're putting. And he does put his body on the line every time he gets in the ring. But it was a difficult interview to take, and especially when it's someone's first time on the podcast or some someone's first podcast. He didn't really know how far he could take it too. He That's didn't want to, and it was kind of weird though too. And I'm, like I said, I'm sure he wouldn't mind saying this because it's the way it is. It's real life. He didn't know how serious he should take it. Like, how should I sell it? Should I do this gimmick? Am I gonna be me this whole time? Just be my gimmick, or am I gonna be the guy behind the gimmick and just giving behind the? You know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? I think. What did he do? He just, I think he just rolled, he just trusted me. I just told him, this this is a serious sport. Every time you're in there, you're trying to make a way, every match is a way up to that title and whoever organizations, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we took a serious approach, but it was difficult, dude, because I had to tread that water. Right. And I didn't want him to get any heat with his boss or any, whoever watches, you never know who could watch these things, dude. So it was really difficult. I learned a lot from that, but, um,. This wrestling is a weird thing. I kind of thought I figured it all out too. I'm a big wrestling fan. I'm like, nah, dog. You gotta. I, I gotta have work to do. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about these podcasts too. Just talking to people. I don't. And you tell me too. Domo's told me a couple of times too. These things are getting kind of better. I think, bro. We're we're leveling up just yeah. with the conversations. I love talking to people anyway. So it's like they're getting kind of better. I think. Yeah. Um. I love the AJ one. I love um. Oh damn! I have so many people on so far, dude. I, I even like your uh, your um, your improv on the DJ one. Oh, that was that cool. Was funny, bro. <laughs> that was fucking oh, hilarious, bro. I need to do something. I'm not, you know, I'm we like you said, time. We all got 24 hours in the day, but. You know, I'm sure AJ got shit going on too. I'm not gonna start the whole pot over, bro. We, I know. And you know how it is too. Once we start a pot over. You can't get that magic sometimes again. There's no way, bro. Like we'll just, just gotta keep it going. Gotta keep it going, my guy. That's what's one thing that these pods taught me, just to keep the improv and just keep it going and it, whatever happens happens because technology's gonna fail us sometimes. <laughs> um, what was another one? Romeo Chris was a good one. AJ was on here. The Highland staff guys were on. That was cool to have too. That was a good one. The um it was cool to have the head coach say, hey, no, I don't want to be a part of it because I've done it before. So let's get the guys behind the scenes because they need their shine too. Yeah. Because I'm, I know you, this program doesn't happen without you guys. The, so The teacher one was good with the first start oh, of the yeah, pan- first, middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That was cool just to see their inside of, mm-hmm. I mean, you see be- the children's side, of course, but the preparation of the teachers, the attention they have to keep you mm-hmm. know, through those three hours, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh Create the Escape. That was cool. That was really good. Too. I'm actually, nice. breaking news, I'm actually going to be on Create the Escape next Thursday, I believe, the 26th. Hey, hey, hey. Don't know what's going to happen with that. I'm like, you really want me on? What the me? fuck? Me? What the fuck did I, what have I done? Like, I see everybody else you have on, they're doing their thing. I'm yeah. like, I'm still kind of liking the thing too, but I think that's part of the game. I want to stay hungry, so I'm like... I haven't done shit yet. Like, well, I want to be. Want I the recognition, but you don't want the recognition. Yeah, and I love credit. Everybody knows I love credit. Love credit, mind you. Know I love the credit, but I still feel like I got so much more room to build. You know, 
That's one. I don't know where Bars is at. Um, we got um, so much more room to grow, my guy. Like, I see people like Ash. I see podcasts like, and I'm, oh man, um, what's the one, the, the Truckers podcast? Shout out yeah. to them, bro. Like, Dude, they're doing that thing. You know, the, um, my guy Dane with his podcast, Shot by Dane podcast. Like, I see all these podcasts and I see all these DJs. Shout out to the Baker Boys. Shout out to um, Draco. Shout out to Ill DJ Will. All these guys doing their thing, bro. Like, I want to be able to take something. And they all inspire me, bro. It's not a competition with me. I'm not saying I kiss anybody's ass. Some of these people I don't know, but yeah. I do pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not naive to the game. There's there's others out there doing what I'm trying to do. There's there's enough. I, I feel like in a lot of things, even like DJ, uh, even like the photo booth, podcast, it's, it's, it all should be a community. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, there's. It's nice to have friendly competition, but for the most part, it's all should be just a, a community to uplift each other. Or, you know, because there's enough out here to eat. Mm-hmm. There's enough. Mm-hmm. Enough, enough for any, everybody to get in on this. And Rogan even kind of, you know, he really inspires me too. They can't podcasts he has on. They can't comedians he has on. Yeah. He doesn't look at them as competition. Like, no, we're all trying to get to that common goal. And that means just to survive and eat and provide for our families. Yeah. And I think that's what we're all trying to do here too. Like, it's cool to get views and shit, but let's get more sponsors in this thing. Let's get more bookings. And that's why I'm, I'm glad we can help each other out too. This is what the sponsorship with the Just Snap It. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, bro, we're going to get bookings off of that. It's going to help you feed your family and keep the, your name afloat. Right. And you and we all shout out to Rob, too. We see, you know, and there's so many. I only, I forgot. Who did your wedding again? Did they they provide a photo booth? It was optional, right? No. Uh, well, they did option, yeah. It was yeah. DJ Dan C. All, exactly. Yeah. All these people do photo booth, too, bro. So it's cool to do that, but... I think our circle has to stay strong. There's right, nothing right. wrong with protecting our circle. No, no. I think that's something we should do. Like we should always I'm, off the rip. Hey, go to just snap it. It just should never be uh, assassinating one other photo booth business mm-hmm. because sole purpose to keep mine afloat. No, mm-hmm. like there's there's enough people in here to definitely survive. It'd be cool. And like even and this is like one of those things too. I don't even like saying this type of shit, bro. But like. With, there's some DJs and I won't. I don't know if they really want me to say their name. If I'm double booked, I'm shooting there. I'm gonna shoot them. You know the booking. Yeah. He's not a big name at all out here. Met his wife at Highland. His wife was super cool and we broke. She taught me the ropes. I found her husband DJs. I'm like, you know what? Whenever I have a double booking, I'm gonna shoot you that shit. I'm not gonna ask any questions. Do you guys do your thing? Don't thank me. Just know it's love. Yeah. And dude, they've been getting a couple bu- I got like I get like three bookings, you know what I mean? I don't need credit. It's behind the scenes shit that I like doing right. too, bro. And it's cause I wish someone would have done that for me. Right. And right. I didn't have that, dude. And that's nothing no diss to any you know how it was in the beginning. It was rough in the beginning. People were feeling I was undercutting them and I'm blessed to know a few people out here. So I was getting gigs. No one ever said, Hey Aaron, here's a booking. You know, I'm booked. Take this. Yeah. So if I can get back to the next DJ, bro, I'm all for that, my guy. I mean, but we're learning from those who came before us with stuff like that because it was a doggy dog world. Like it was me versus you. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't. Let me pass down this and make it easier for you, so you can then carry but the, the baton. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. literally. You got to float on your own because I mean I'm gonna eat all day. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. That's but greed, bro. It is. But Greed's it, a horrible trait, man. It shouldn't be like that, bro. Even with, like, I don't know a whole lot about design stuff, but, like, if someone comes to me and asks, like, hey, you have some time, can you show me, like, you know, shortcuts or, like, things that you do mm-hmm. to get this? I'm like, yeah, like, bro, you got time? Come over or I'll go over to you and we'll figure this out. Zoom. 
Zoom, Zoom whatever you got to do, bro. Photo booth thing, you got questions and you want to start your own. I'll give you the basis of how I started and what mm-hmm. you can do and the avenues that you can do it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to be scared that I'm going to lose business to you. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's too party. many, bro. There's there's millions of parties a weekend. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and that's the good thing about you traveling from San Diego, LA, Fresno, everywhere in between. That range is wide. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're not just a field photographer, photo booth. With the photo booth, Rob, how do you? How did you build that, my guy? How did you kind of learn the ropes? And I know it's from experience, but what kind of made you want to do that? YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> That's honest, bro. Uh, no. To be to be honest with you, I had a very uh, rough patch, uh, and I needed money. Like we all do. That's definitely. So I started looking up trends for for the previous year, and on the rise was photo booths. I was like, okay, well. What do I have, and and what else can do I have to get to be able to make this profitable? Mm-hmm. Another thing is like I already had half the things. I just needed like one or two things. So I was like, okay, whatever money I do have, I'm just gonna put it here, and it's gonna make itself back, which it did. Mm-hmm. Like in three weekends, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself like, where, why, why didn't I think of this sooner? Sooner. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's like you don't think of that stuff until your back's against the wall. Exactly. You don't think you don't have no thoughts of like I need any more income. Survivor mode's a crazy thing. It's insane. Mm-hmm. It'll make you. It'll make you understand. Get get what you need and get to going mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. But um, from there, I just you know uh, I I started out with just an iPad. Mm-hmm. Remember you know that I mean? mm-hmm. iPad and a stand, and then now I got this whole thing with the actual camera sick like, it's yeah it's sick it's dope love it i, I hate that i got it right at, right when the pandemic hit though dude. i was I like remember that. Mother, yeah dude hell, the, and you weren't gonna go out there i think i was more like i don't have a family you know so, like we just have us here you have a family you know you have you see your grandmas frequently you can't risk anybody so no you're not gonna go out took a hiatus, yeah you got to bro but that's how it started um honestly survivor mode mm-hmm. seeing what i had that was what I went with, and then, you know, just started picking up here and there, and then we just leveled up when we could. Definitely, I think we had conversations too. I always wanted you to keep at it, bro. I don't ever get you. I think yeah. you're great at what you do. It's fun. You bring that extra element to these parties that people need. That, bro. I think you could take just snap it to the next level like you have. I always knew you could. Yeah. So I'm glad you never stopped doing it, my guy. Yeah, I think we're we're. I think once we get rolling. Um, you know, finish this year strong. Um, you know, next year, you know, hopefully we're at that point where we're as a whole the country is opened up so mm-hmm. we can then implement that next step, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then take it to the next level and then hopefully build on getting like one or two more and I think we could collab too, bro. I think we take we mm-hmm. two thousand twenty two was gonna be our year we could collab and giving people the package price yeah. and there's no secret i think what we do is we just combine that price to bargain for the customer but honestly we're making a little bit more money together than we are separate right that's the way it should be mm-hmm. and that's what i think that's what we're talking about business even the podcasting where i didn't know it could be a business yeah it's weird like oh this is how we make money back i like, mean you you have people's attention mm-hmm. people will pay you for that attention mm-hmm. whether it's at the beginning of the pod or if you know if if someone's listening and they're really into this what we're talking about and all of a sudden it's like just snap it you Mm -hmm. know like makes sense now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's right there Mm -hmm. you got there you got one or two people i'm like oh you know i heard this on a podcast Mm -hmm. that's why we do the exclusive audio podcast check out the audio exclusive every podcast bro 
It's different we, yeah. stuff that we don't talk about. I think it's we need audio. We gotta stay true to what got us here. We ain't shit without the audio listeners, bro. They the ones that said okay. The numbers are growing now. We can kind of make the move to video, and hopefully that grows too. I'm not gonna lie though, this is funny. Virus is gonna laugh his ass off too. Now that we get these views and we get this attention, god damn, I want to drop a rap album. <laughs> Wait, I want to okay. drop a it's rap okay. album so bad. Like, just, just this the only mic. This is the only mic I'm touching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, I always think that like, man, I wish I had the I, I wish I had these eyes when I was fucking rapping, bro. Oh, it makes me want to drop so bad. Shout out to Jay Vuitton. Shout out to Chuck. Can't wait to have these guys. Jay Vuitton, have you heard his new album yet? Bro. Fucking awesome, right? Bro. And it's not even no kissing ass. No. This no. is legit. It's a good album. And, I mean, I, I only heard of Jay because... He came to me on some design design stuff, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay. And he had the, and then he dropped the album. And I was like, let's see. So mm-hmm. I, man, his voice is an instrument on top of the it, beats, bro. It was it's it's a it's a dope ass album. Bro. Yeah, it's it, a fire album. His features weren't forced. I like when the features aren't forced. My guy, he did he really took his time on it too. He didn't rush it. He really put the hits that he's been putting out on one project. And I think that's the way we should go now in 2021. It's a single-driven market. Oh, yeah. And his the videos he's dropping with Drew Shacha, gorgeous. Love seeing it. Uh, yeah, the, uh, what's it, um... Or keep your eyes on your own, or what's it? Stop pocket, uh, uh, pocket watching. Stop pocket watching. Yeah, yeah that that's, a that's a good video. I love it. It's a dope. It's a dope song too. And there's a I man. There was man. I forgot what song it was, bro. I was cruising the other day, and man, he just. I forgot it was Jay Vuitton. It was just somebody. Like man, this shit's dope. Like, oh, it's Jay. <laughs> uh, I gotta remind myself. Yeah, Jay's. He's one of those guys who's grown so much from that. You know, old to the dawn. And this is back like 2013 when I first met him. To now, it's like, okay, he really holding it down. Even some of the older rap cats that I mess with from outside of Bakersfield, they see Bakersfield rappers like, oh, that guy, Jay the Don, or Jay Vuitton, he's the man, bro. Like, he got that shit. I'm like, yeah. bro, he has that shit. So shout out to Jay, your neighborhood's favorite. Y'all cop that? That's a, It's a great album. I really enjoy it. It's a great ode to Bakersfield. It's a Bakersfield album. You could... His clothing line, too, is dope. Didn't even... And that's not even saying because I, you know, I... I did the mock-ups but dude his the stuff that he sends me to mock up i'm like oh that that's dope that's a different concept he got that's people dope. wearing it too it's sick soldier boys out here rocking it and yeah, shit. like what like, the hell i was like hey man you want to pay me you can show me some shirt you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just shoot that hey i'm all for shirt, i'm all for trading services my <laughs> guy <laughs> no but you know um both ends bro he's he's so he's having a year. He's already. having a hell of a and year, it's, bro. It's dope. It's not. It's nice to see. We and it's been that's been bubbling for so long since I've known him. It's always like, oh, what's gonna happen? It's gonna happen, and just when the time's right. It's consistency. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, because even I mean, I listened to this last album and then the other singles that he has on Apple Music. Mm-hmm. And I just stumbled across. I'm like, oh, like no, it's it's consistency. And it's kind of it's it has replay value. Yeah. That's what's that's why I like about his work. Um, the off season, we can kind of get into that. Man, I'm not gonna be a hater, bro. I'm gonna be a. I'm gonna try to call it down the middle. I know. What do you think? What do you think about the new J Cole album? I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I think that. Um, I think it's more. I don't think it's more like. I think it's like the radio stuff. It's not like. It's definitely it's not, not. It's not something that I would bump. And the it's something that I would literally I would cruise to, mm-hmm. and that's it. When you're and when you're focused, when you're trying to get shit done, listening to that, right? And it's something that like I could put, I'll put it on going home. Let's say maybe one or two songs, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying like the whole. I wouldn't play it top to bottom because that's 
that's not something I'm right now. I'm not into that mm-hmm. that that type of music. I guess you can or his album's mm-hmm. not something I'm listening to like that. But um, it's a it was a solid it was a solid album. The production's different too. I like that. Yes. And I'm not saying his production's horrible, but when he's on different stuff, mm-hmm. he brings that he can start doing more flows. Yeah, there was a lot more flows in this album too. He was really using his words different. Right. I think Interlude's the best song in my opinion. Uh-huh. Love Interlude, bro. I didn't, I didn't hear that. I, I wanted to wait for the album. Right. Because I know he dropped that before, I think, like a pre-release. That was, that's the that one. Was, I think, honestly, that was a play for streams. Mm-hmm, Which is smart. I mean, you got a two-minute song, and you're going to hold that over for four or five days before the album drops. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a no-brainer, bro. Love the album cover. Oh, of course. It <laughs> plays on to even, well, the fact that he went... He's going pro in Rwanda, mm-hmm. but it also plays to like his earlier stuff that he said he was he was coming on just like his earlier stuff. So mm-hmm. that was cool. It was nice. Side side thing, bro. my guy, my guy, my cousin Martin. He's like, hey, what do you think about this stat line? I think it was like three, three, yeah, and three, seventeen. Three and I'm like, dude, that's some numbers I would get right now on my Frostoff team. <laughs> my, man, my man was huffing and puffing out there, though. I don't know if you saw the. Uh, I think it was like a fast break, and he like fumbled it, and he like got an assist off yeah. it. But you could tell that takes some wind. How old is Cole? Like 31, 32? I think he's like 33. Oh, yeah. shit. So, where's he at? See, I didn't know he was even becoming a pro basketball player. I just seen him on Sports Center one day. I think it's like Rwanda or something like that. But it's My their boy. first season. Hey, he's getting eyes. She's getting more eyes on Rwanda, I bet, than most fucking overseas leagues that I've never I mean, heard of. If, if, you, if you're considered a pro, you're considered a pro. Hey, that's all I mean. You're getting paid to do what you love, my guy. If Rwanda hit me right now out of shape as I am, I'm like. Hey, you give him the 18 minutes, my G. And I only can wear uh, jersey number 184. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, definitely. Going. I'm in there. Yeah. I'll play. Yeah, give me. I'll play five minutes. Just give me. A, as long as I can say I'm a pro basketball player, I'm all for it. Just give me the pro title. That's all that matters. I'll put um, that in my bio. Let me see. I know. I hate pulling out my phone during pause. Let me just go through the track list real fast. There's a couple more songs I was really feeling. I was listening to on the way um, before we got here. Um, Pride is the Devil is probably one of my favorite ones that, on there. That's probably that's actually my favorite. Yeah, I love that. Oh man, how not, I never would have guessed if you would have told me, here's a million dollars. Guess who's gonna be the first voice? Hey, shout, shout out to Lauren Hill. Hey, oh, God, that's a hell of an album. It, man, The Miseducation is yes. a really beautiful album. That's one thing I want to do is start doing hip hop reviews. We don't own the rights to that song. Do not. I don't know who that is. I'm probably slow it down. I'm probably <laughs> cut it out. Um, if you would have given me a million dollars, what's the first voice you're going to hear? I would have probably said Cole, maybe Jay. Never thought we'd hear Killer Cam. I never thought I'd hear Killer Cam on a diplomat. Oh, my uh, God, bro. Diplomat's beat. Either. Yeah, bro. I, w- I was like. Are we in for a ride? Oh my god! I thought Cam was gonna start spinning, bro. Like that would have been cool. God, it was awesome to hear Cam. It's cool to see. That's why I respect Cole too. He does respect those guys who put who paved the way before him. But he's putting on for the next one too. The song with Twenty One Savage. Twenty One got flow. I don't know. I I I still think the little baby over. Over twenty one. That's no, just me. That I was that, telling Vars, this is the best little baby verse I've ever heard. That transition from Cole to little baby though, where they brought in and came back up. We were like, just talking about that. The art of features has kind of died down because you could tell these guys are not in the studio anymore. They're just emailing shit. Yeah. When they're able to kind of transition effortlessly to the next guy, like you don't, you think Cole's still rapping, but no, nah, here comes little baby. Exactly. I thought he was. I had to like back it up. I was like, wait. Oh, I was like, hold up. It was cool. Yeah. That was so, beautiful. I love... I'm still glad that's part of the game. We need to keep that in the game. 
Um, it's kind of off topic, but I don't know if you heard a song "Connected for Life" with Mac Ten, Dub Seed, Ice Cube. It's one of those old West Coast songs, mm-hmm. but the way they formatted it, you couldn't tell who was coming on next. It just flows. And, it, they, and they come in with the knockout punch. They're not just like, "Hey, what's up? I'm in." No, they were fucking coming with their verses. Like they're coming to they're coming to kill the game. Yeah, it was they were hungry. They're trying they're... to take over that song. Even yeah, if it's not their song. yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It was cool to see Twenty One. The documentary was cool too. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I I know I'm kind of like a not a J Cole hater. I just don't think um I call him the Tracy McGrady of the game. That's just me though. And that's yeah. no diss. McGrady had you could score, you could do his thing, but was he winning? Right. That's my thing, right. but what he does for the game is cool. Just and he has the, you know, he had the old guy, the old head, something for the old heads with with Killer Cam, and he had twenty one little baby, still showing that he could keep up with this with the next generation. I think it was cool. Um, I honestly like maybe his singles better, or maybe his freestyles. His freestyles are cool. Yeah, freestyle he, he dropped the other day was crazy. That's what I'm saying. I think like he said I'm the hottest thing since what he said I'm the hottest thing in the south since slavery or yeah. something like that. Like yeah, that good was, god, bro. It made that face. Yeah, that does, and it, it's it, you know how it is too. I always like making that ugly face. Like oh shit, yeah. it's rare nowadays because I don't really I'm looking at music differently now. But when I can hear a dope freestyle like that, I'm like okay, yeah, J Cole really he that guy too. Yeah, he it, could flow. It, it, he could. It just I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know if people are that. still looking for those killer records. They're like, I'm the hardest motherfucker in the game. Let me show you. This is my squad. We'll, we'll, we'll outrun all y'all. That's true. I don't, that's not his style. He really speak. He's like a philosopher kind yeah. of bro. He's still. He's speaking from like a mature mind now about even man. What the that was a song. Was, there was a song. It was. It's deep. I forgot what it's called on this album. It was real deep stuff though. Talking about death and whatnot. Like that's the stuff he's on. He's kind of seen. I'm sure after Kobe's done, you see all this death. Right. But 2020 was kind of the year of death. Honestly, yeah, sadly, bro. And it was just kind of. He kind of knows that I could go anytime too. I, I that's what I got from the album. Yeah. And I'm glad he dropped it though. I like consistency. I don't know if like he was even talking about this might be one of his last few albums he drops. Yeah, man. It's it's it was a again. It was a solid album. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was like above and beyond, mm-hmm. but I mean it was it was something that was I mean anticipated and and it, it it'll hold me over till the neck if he does do another one. You know what I mean? But. Uh, it, it is something that I would just cruise to. And the rap, our rap fans need to make up their mind too, though. We either get mad that he has too much Dreamville, uh-huh. or he doesn't have enough Dreamville in it. We gotta make up our mind too. Like, where's the, where's that meaning? Even Rick Ross, people bitch about, oh, he doesn't have any MMG artists on it. But then when he does, oh, it's a compilation album. Like, what do you want though from these guys? You want them to put their guys on? Or you want them to just rock solo? But like, I, I think Dreamville as a whole does a really well job when they just do the album. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was that? the album they dropped like all the artists oh, yeah that, see how they do that that's fine mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't mind like MMG coming in and just doing an album but like they've MMG. done it so many times I love yeah. it so like you know what I mean so like it's just it instead of bringing them on as features and mm-hmm. like but that was man. It's just that that oh, I forgot what man. It was a song on there too. I have to look. It's been so long. That's the bad thing about so many projects dropping. You kind of forget. It gets lost like, in the shuffle. It gets lost in the shuffle, bro. Um, speaking of things that kind of get lost in the shuffle right now, I guess we're talking about this last topic. Sixty minutes came out yesterday, bro. I know we, we're big on these UFO things, bro. 
and it's crazy what they were saying. They had these corporate generals and all these people. Now they're declassified, so it's okay. You know, it's not illegal for them to come out and speak right. on it. And even they said, I didn't want to come out anyway because I fucking sound like a nut. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, these things are real, yo. <laughs> like, these things are dropping 70,000 feet in two seconds, and they're not from us. No. And we don't think it's from Russia or China. It's like, what the fuck is it, then? It, and there's I, no I, way to communicate with them. They don't have, they never showed any intentions or ill will towards us either, thank God, but. They're watching us, bro. I think the uh, the crazy part is that over time, right? Um, and I'll probably sound like a no, but I just watched a doc, just mm-hmm. like one or two, and the consistency from from the eighties to like the two thousands to like now of how everything looks, it's like how much more do you guys need? Mm-hmm. Like certain saucers. Everybody that explains aliens explains them exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like. No, like and now now because it's like they can talk on it or because like it's declassified it's declassified like now we're gonna believe it like mm-hmm. bro there's no way we're just one species in the middle of the friggin' you know mm-hmm. no. solar system and- I think what I'm mean, looking for the tweet I said yesterday somebody uh my guy Trey asked me yesterday what I thought and I said uh I said I think we're not capable of understanding the magnitude of the universe and its offerings we will only we will always led to believe we were the only ones of our kind for control amongst the chaos we're ants in my opinion that's okay I don't think we'll ever know what those things are and there's some things we're never gonna solve bro with that technology they have are we getting into conspiracy theories cause I have a cons- there's a conspiracy theory that we low-key have a treaty with them the in the in the uh, how you say the, it called? the galactic empire that they yeah. literally have a treaty as long as that they don't have ill will on us they can Roam move it. and do what they want and and um, you know take a look at well experiment not experiment but like observe us observe us just the way we observe like apes just the way we observe right. amps just the way we observe these animals in zoos so we have a treaty with them technically and mm-hmm. they and they pretty much have been all around us the whole time mm-hmm. and I think and if we're gonna go deeper I think that people are so kind of against it because I know and we're not religious podcasts at all but when you go by the Bible and say that God created this one this one species in the entire universe yeah. it kind of goes against that word now so was that is that word any good what the bible says i think that's been the biggest worry about admitting that there's other creatures out here in this universe that have greater technology and more intelligence than us i think back then if you were to just if you were to do that because we were considered god's country i think it would have caused a frenzy mm-hmm. so i think it was to kind of like control the chaos and mm-hmm. keep order exactly I think now i think we're at a point if it was to do that those that are religious will st- still stick with it still with, and then there's those that would be like okay we're accepting now and it'd be such a crazy thought that if someone just popped up in the middle of Times square popped up middle of the field here mm-hmm. like okay like there's something expected. else out there right so and i think what i don't know how you are with in tune with the god or whatnot but i believe there is a god and there's a universe and i'm okay with other things being out there i think there's something bigger than all of this there's something bigger than them at the end of the game, like yeah. there's, I don't know if they have like if they conquered this whole immortal thing. Mm-hmm. They, they, I read this thing too that they're immortal and immortal. Like they don't die. Like they have this lifespan that's five times ours, which is scary too. Like, do you want to live five hundred years? I don't know if I want to live five hundred years. I don't. <laughs> Weird, I, that's right? A good question. Like, and honestly, like, would you want to see what the war, what our world would look like in? 
50 extra more years. Mm-hmm. If, I wonder how people, like, when they live to be 110, mm-hmm. if they're just sitting there like, like, I, I'm done. I'm enough. Or if you were to be able to, like, live that long but, like, have this, your young body, like, mm-hmm. would you enjoy it more? Exactly. Because you're not sitting so much just taking in everything that's going on in mm-hmm. the world. Right? Passing you up. Right. Like, even my grandparents, they're, they, they're pushing their 70s. They're amazed by technology now. They can't, they feel so out of touch now like what the hell is this like there's dictionaries nerves amazed by dictionaries in the books like before we used to have my my nana still has encyclopedias before we used to look for it now it's at our fingertips like it's so crazy dude um but yeah i'm all for us unknowing it's kind of cool to see that but it's kind of like damn what is the response to this is there so much going on in the fucking world we don't care about ufos anymore no bro so this actually was released Middle of the pandemic, actually the beginning of pandemic last last year, mm-hmm. where they um, where they had like uncovered the spacecraft or mm-hmm. something like that, and my stepdad Jameson, the biggest alien buff I know, right? I brought it to his attention. He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "Yeah, like they literally found alien spacecraft mm-hmm. and announced that it yes, completely. they're real. It's real, and it's not us. And dude, and it and it's like brushed over so quick." Like it was on the nightly news as like a f- ten minute segment, like mm-hmm. oh found alien spacecraft blah blah blah, and here's COVID cases like mm-hmm. kind of good distraction, right? But that's what I'm saying though. It's just like it's nuts how fast we uh, we obtain information and then just disperse of information mm-hmm. nowadays versus like like when nine eleven attack happened. Mm-hmm. Like if like that was a two week thing, three week thing, but, dude. And that's what I'm saying. So I'm not saying that it wasn't significant because it was it was huge. That mm-hmm. was an attack on our one of our you know, monument. Mm-hmm. But if that were to happen this day and age, would it be a two-week thing? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Would it be, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of lives lost, but do you see it being a two-week thing or, like, it happened, okay, they're going to clean it up and now, okay, this next thing happened over mm-hmm. here in this part of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, we obtain information so fast. And even with this whole Israeli-Palestine thing right now, dude. How many people are really looking at it? Exactly. And I'm not... I'm not pro anybody, but we have to look at the facts, and this is all found on the fucking national, on the Pentagon website. If you look at our funding for Israel, how much money we've been giving Israel, it's over $30 billion in the last 30 years. That's not just one president, two presidents. Our whole model for them has been able to um, appease them a little bit to let them do what they want when it comes to Jerusalem and kind of holding down their territory they founded. Like, it's a weird situation. It sucks that they're they're going to war but this has been going on for 30 years and it's crazy how we have the spotlight now but i hate to say it, dude, it, it we shouldn't get into that conversation just how they're going so against the jewish people now right. but then like okay if we're against jewish people then what the hell were we talking about last year when we're going against black lives matters well, what are we doing when we're going against anybody that we're we don't want to be abused and um have injustices against but you guys are We've been cool with them doing this for years. Now it's a problem. Well, I think it's just like, that so I think weird, the information's dude. so so available. Mm-hmm. I mean, the even when you say uh, with the Asian attacks, um, and even if it's like within the from the black community mostly, or that animosity between the Asian and blacks, I mean, mm-hmm. for some time, definitely. But it's not in your face like it is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even with the whole, I wasn't surprised when Tokyo said that. They couldn't do the whole uh, Black Lives Movement or where Black Lives. It's been apparent within that those communities for so long. Mm-hmm. But it's just 
they actually have to feel the need to say it now because now that it's so it's so big and so broad and in your face mm-hmm. like, and I'm, again i'm not i'm not saying it's one side's fault versus the other it's just literally we just need to look at it as okay we're gonna be we gotta be consistent with everybody i right. think too bro right. that's a big thing i think what what uh, is it hamas or Hamas? they've been doing they've been attacking israel for a long time israel's been fucking them up too for a long time i think it's time to recognize that this holy war this is the thing we talk over a podcast and we can negotiate right. this is the thing they believe that this is the holy war like yeah. there's nothing we could st- we there's no ending to it, and it's sad to say that because you know humans are dying, kids are dying, right, seeing videos, right. of, it's horrible, bro. But the way that's in, it's it's embedded in them for generations, like their grandfathers, grandfathers, grandfathers died for this shit. It's just it's just nuts because you know you know that back back then it it's been going on. You know my pops was saying like in the you know in the seventies this was a higher even when Arafat was in office like that was like the president of Jerusalem or where the hell he was. It's been bad, bro, and it's but sad now, to but say. But you get it, you get delivered to your timeline. Dude, we were showing virus yesterday. The rockets that these guys were shooting at them, you can't even see them. That's how fast they were. Like yeah, so accurate, so deadly. It's, it's, it's sad, bro. It's crazy that we grow up in a time to realize how crazy of a world we actually live in. Like it was back then. It was like it took like years to for you to get that information. Mm-hmm. Now it's like we live in a. a Fucked up world. Yeah, <laughs> we have it all at these these phones, my right. G. On your t- on your timeline, through pictures, through text, through Google, like we're so desensitized. I seen this building, this whole block get blown up yesterday. Like, oh, what do you want to go eat for dinner? You know, <laughs> or, man, like oh, no big or, deal. Or you went to the next one, like oh, I, I could use those shoes. Yeah, definitely. Like, let me see how the podcast is doing right now. It's like, just so. And I think we need we need to all be more than just a tweet too. If yeah. we're gonna really be about it and talk about it, then what are you doing to educate people on it? And I think that's I think that's I think that's what the whole like um, that happened with the uh, the not the riots but like the um, the, the the George the George Floyd situation right right mm-hmm. um, that I felt like we even though we were posting and we're doing all this stuff that we actually should have been I should have been out there mm-hmm. because. You, a statement's a statement, but it's not a statement. It's it's a hollow statement if you're not doing anything. I was out there, but was I willing to go out there and go fuck with cops? Hell no. I'm yeah. gonna be honest with you. I wasn't able to do that. I'm just because I'm not trying to be getting in trouble. But. but that's what I'm saying, though. I think that's that's the part that I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that if we're gonna, we can't have hollow posts or hollow. Um, if you're gonna be about, it, you gotta be about, it, especially in this day and age. I think what we learned about 45 too. We need to throw out facts and come with something to back the facts. We're just now we can't just say shit because we've learned what happens when you just say shit and people yeah. run with it. Mm-hmm. Let's back up with facts. And yeah. it's a fact that we've been backing up Israel for 30, 40 years. Billions of taxpayers' dollars have been um, funneled to them to utilize their what they're showing now, these these missiles, their their defense. We're funding their defense because we look at them as God's people. We take which is great. Let's take care of the Jewish people. But it's just a weird thing, bro. Just consistency and um being being aware, you know? But definitely aware here. This is episode eighty six, my guy. Appreciate you being on, Rob. Of course, man. Of um, course. It was awesome. It's an awesome ride, bro. We're going to continue to ride up, but in different ways. I'm glad we gave this is kind of like our last episode off the fly. Salute to off the fly, my guy. It was an honor to have you on. First guest in the new STS Podcast Studios. It's a treat for whoever comes through, let me tell you. Hey. This is a, it's a dope setup, and you're only going up, bro. And it's comfortable, too, I think. It's not yeah. like it's super crazy. I know we got the cameras on us and shit, but it's 
We're just talking. That's no, all we're doing. Yeah, it's dope. It's a dope setup. Uh, can't wait to see what else you got up your sleeve. Definitely, bro. I can't wait to cut it up and show you. And eight, episode 86, got double R here. This is called Old Off the Fly, and we out, STS Podcast.